0: Season two is all about rising from greatness to greatness, more on top of more on top of more. It's where we tap into everything your woman desires, the money, the sex, the wealth, the power, the pussy desires. Start here and then come join us for season two. We're waiting. We life together, work together, play together, and somehow we ended up here. With a community of thousands of badass, beautiful women who want more from life than staying surface level. Welcome to the Spiritual Smackdown Podcast. This is for the wild woman ready to rise. The woman ready to up-level her game in soul-driven business and elevate to the next level of her being. This podcast is going to connect you with women
1: who are out in the world having a massive impact. This podcast is going to call on your truth. This podcast is going to initiate massive breakthroughs in your life and business to bust
0: through the limits that are keeping you stuck exactly where you are right now. We're going deeper than surface level. We're going to the depths of healing to trigger your revolution. We're tapping into the
1: struggles of growing and operating six-figure businesses, being totally broke, and then rising to
0: riches. We're diving into the spiritual growth, getting clear on what you want, learning how to ask for it, owning your worth, gaining confidence, and becoming a total queen of pleasure to raise your vibe and magnetize your reality.
1: We're teaching you how to get strategically aligned in your business and challenging you to strip your business of all the weighted
0: shoulds. And then we're going to watch your bank account start growing with more ease than ever before.
1: So welcome to this space,
0: a space for you to finally understand and celebrate that where you are right now is the perfect place to rise. So go ahead and hit subscribe on iTunes, fill your cup with coffee or wine, and come get real with us as we spit our truth and get ready to rise. Hello
2: Wild
1: Femmes, welcome back to the Spiritual Smackdown Podcast for the Wild Woman Ready
2: to Rise. Guys, we are back in our little podcast studio. I was just (laughs) looking over and being like, oh, it feels so good to see you with a mic in your hand. How good do I look with a mic in my hand though?
0: Oh my gosh, it is amazing. I
1: know, you know me and microphones, I love them. Give it to me all day. Just attach one to your body, to my body. You guys, speaking of body, today we are diving into a very juicy and exciting topic, but one that's also super real. And I think what we are aim today is to bring this topic of using pleasure as a portal into a really real idea and concept for you.
0: Yeah, and I feel like we should go back to like how this podcast came to be because the ladies in the shift, so the ladies that are working with us in the shift with our 12-month program asked for this. They were like, we want to dive into this more. We want to dive into using sex and manifesting and using pleasure. Yeah,
1: as a tool, right? And for those of you listening who, who even feel triggered by the word pleasure, this was me for a really long time. I grew up in a super masculine-dominated household. Success was the goal, you know? Getting the big house, getting the job, graduating school, staying in the lines, doing the chores, like that was the goal. And And I'm like, oh my gosh, even speaking about it, I'm like brick by brick by brick. And where is the room for pleasure in there? And, you know, it almost seemed like Growing up for me, any time I was experiencing pleasure, I was also getting into trouble. Mm. So, in my grown ass woman mind, pleasure equaled trouble. Pleasure equaled fear. Pleasure equaled being grounded. <laughs> pleasure equaled not being allowed. Pleasure equaled guilt, shame. I mean,
0: all of the things. So much mixed up in pleasure. And I think so many times we're like, you know, we hear things like prioritize pleasure and put pleasure first. And then it's like, oh, yeah, wait, there's like a lot of unpacking, a lot of unearthing here when you think, what actually is tied to pleasure for you? What are those beliefs that you've been carrying around that maybe aren't even in your conscious, like, oh, this is what I think of pleasure? But when you actually like dig deeper, you're like, oh, yeah, under the layers. There's some things really attached to pleasure for me.
1: Mm-hmm. And one of the ways that I realized how kind of restricted I was around pleasure, I mean, sex, which we'll get into in a few oh, short we'll minutes. Get into. <laughs> but also just noticing that anytime I was experiencing something really beautiful in my life, you know, I can think back to as soon as I started dating Dunk, we started doing these like really luxurious things he bought like cashmere sweaters and I you know thought it was like I was uncomfortable touching them or being you know like it, it felt like this pleasurable material even and this like luxury item that I felt uncomfortable around I mean that's a really basic example but it's even things like that that We can really use to notice like how we feel about things in life that bring us pleasure. Do I deserve this? Do I feel worthy of this? You know, so this kind of began to translate into all of these experiences we were having going to five star hotels, flying business class. And when we traveled the world, we traveled the world in 2011. We traveled for like four months or something. And Dunk had already done this trip, right? He had like traveled the backpack world forever. And we're eight years apart, seven and eight years apart in age. And so by the time I was doing this trip, he was so over the backpack scene. And he kept Booking us these fancy places and
2: really beautiful hotels with like. Well, I
0: remember like you sending <laughs> pictures so and I was like, you're backpacking like at the, <laughs> with, a, with a glass of champagne <laughs> and not like Prosecco anymore, like a glass of champagne.
1: <laughs> I know. And it was so fun. Funny Because this whole time that we were on this trip, I felt, you know, even when I look back to it, I can feel the guilt. Like, shouldn't I be struggling? Shouldn't this be harder? Shouldn't I be sleeping on a grimy, like, gross floor with cockroaches? And you know what I mean? Like, why does this feel so good? I mean, I had plenty of conversations with Dunk about this, too, over the years, Just like really being able to witness myself in the discomfort. We stayed at this like exquisite hotel once. It was in Georgia. I can't even remember what it was called, but it was like a St. Regis, I think, or who even knows. But it was so beautiful. I was pregnant. We were there for American Thanksgiving. And like, it was just this really beautiful, really like luxury weekend. And I remember having multiple conversations. I was like, I just don't feel like I fit in. I just don't feel like I belong here. I feel like everyone's looking at me. I feel like I'm the weird hippie bohemian like eccentric girl with too many big rings and bracelets and you know and I couldn't fully sink into the pleasure of the experience because of these trigger points that just kept being brought to the surface for me.
0: Yeah. And I think as I'm hearing you talk about this, it's the trigger points and there's like the judgment that rolls in and not even judgment from other people. Like it's not like everybody else was judging you of not fitting in. It was, it was all from within yourself.
1: All from within myself. And this is so important to talk about the stories that we tell ourselves about what other people are thinking. And I just want to say, since we're on this topic, that I've done so much healing around this work and bringing light to these shadows and, you know, really understanding them, developing a sense of self-worth and whatever. I will say now that I love love being the person in the business class lounge or on the first class flight that is the wild woman like hair down breastfeeding my baby like the, I I love being the one that has a personality and that stands out and is like this fiery red hair with like a big sm- like I don't hold it back anymore you know and sometimes and even as we're chatting I'm like god I wish I could go back to those moments inside of those spaces and just tell myself, like, it's okay to be you. Like, everyone wants that. Everyone wants to be fully expressed. Everyone wants to be alive and to be fully in pleasure. And I think when we truly know that and we truly understand that we are worthy of being fully who we are and experiencing all of the pleasures of life. It's like,
0: just hearing you use the words like fully alive, fully in pleasure. And like for me, where this showed up for me during my spiritual smackdown, one thing that I really like tapped into the beginning, I was like, You know, I thought I had everything. I thought I was like really living this beautiful life, but I was really living half a life. I wasn't fully activated in my own energy and my own power. And I mean, we've talked about this a million times, like things were good, but I wasn't choosing pleasure. I wasn't choosing that like next level of desire. What does pleasure
1: mean to you when you think back to that time in your life and you're like, I wasn't choosing pleasure. I wasn't having like a pleasurable experience like what does pleasure feel like for you?
0: I mean, I think for me, it's really like, it's just embodying pleasure. I feel like it's almost hard to describe for me because it's literally just this like feeling in my body. It's this like excitement to live my life. And sometimes it's like the big things, like you're talking about, like the trips and the luxury. And sometimes it's just like day-to-day normal life, but choosing that, like the things that I'm doing within that day to day is from a place of really like do I desire to be doing this is this a hell yes for me is this a no does this feel good I love that perspective
1: of your day to day life right because the example I shared is you know obviously feeling like a misfit in these certain situations but obviously that gets carried into every other decision, every other action,
0: every other moment. Yeah. And I think I really started to look at like the lens of my life through the lens of pleasure versus like before for me, pleasure was a reward. Pleasure was like, okay, if you do all the things, if you're the good girl, if you like get everything off your to-do list checked off today, like then you can go do something fun. Then you can go do something that's bringing you joy. Then you can go like have pleasurable experiences. Not that pleasure was just like, oh, I just always get to be in pleasure.
1: Oh my gosh. And think of people who it's not even every day that they reward themselves with pleasure. It's a two-week vacation. It's one free hour on the weekend. It's not even at the end of every day. Oh, you finished your checklist? Great. Go for a hike. Oh, you finished your checklist? Great. Plan a date night. Oh, you finished your checklist? Great. Why don't you meditate? No. People segment pleasure into these small little pockets of their lives and then they wonder why they're not happy
0: and they wonder why they don't feel alive. Why some moments do I feel joy? Why some days do I feel joy and other days I don't? It's like are we – activating our pleasure. Mm -hmm. And I love what you said, like,
1: I see my life through the lens of pleasure. Do I desire to do this? Do I desire to do this right now? So this is such an interesting convo, obviously, right? Because one of the things that you and I speak so much about in our teachings, and even through the landscape of helping women build businesses, which is a lot of strategy and a lot of building and foundation and planning. And even in the realm of the masculine doing, what we teach and and what we've experienced in our own life is that when you lead with pleasure and when you see your life through these like literal rose-colored glasses
2: or rose- colored glasses because <laughs> <laughs> couldn't help myself there. <laughs>
1: Oh, the Um, rosé glasses. Oh, those rosé glasses. Everything becomes more flowy, creative, expressive, and joy-filled, right? If you lead with pleasure first, if you wake up and have the orgasm, if you wake up and connect with spirit, if you wake up and set an intention, if you wake up and move your body, then everything else that you have to do in the day
0: is coming from a more joy-filled place. And that right there, it's like, that's what's magnetizing. You know, I thought of you like first class being the wild woman. I'm like, yeah. And then your your energy is literally magnetic. This is what happens in your business. This is what happens when you start your day, when you're in this place of like pleasure and joy and having fun.
2: Keep going. I'm literally just like envisioning myself in business class. just like having a dance party and just you know like really letting the wild woman fly and I feel like I'm being (laughs) being taken back to our days as like free wild woman like 10 years ago
0: like are you going back to the dancing on speaker days right yes (laughs) and I'm
1: imagining if I brought that level and like that's who I am in so many ways like you know, now the kitchen is my dance floor and, you know, but if I brought that energy into a business class flight, can you imagine the opportunity and the conversations even that you would have, the heads that you would turn, the the amount of joy that you could create in that cabin? And this is the thing, right? When you oh, the allow yourself- there. Exactly. The ripple, right? When you are fully expressed and you're allowing yourself to tap into pleasure in every moment, Other people begin to witness it and to feel it. And they you give them permission to tap into this like little bit of joy that that's like poking at them, right? You
0: literally just took the words right out of my mouth. I was gonna say every time I see like a wild woman, every time I see a woman fully expressed, you know, like that with like that huge smile on her face and just like not really giving a fuck what anyone around her thinks cuz she's just tapped into her own joy and own pleasure. I'm always like I just want to like, go up and thank you. Like thank yes. you for the permission slip you're giving anyone who's in your realm right now. Anyone whether it's like your best friend, your sisters, your daughters or it's the stranger on the sitting beside you in the plane that's like, "Oh, I'm I'm I can do this. I'm allowed to do this?"
1: Yes, or your clients, your community, your Instagram following, you know? And I think this is a really important conversation for the time that we're in also. You know, I keep um, reading and just seeing so many posts and just being reminded about how challenging 2020 has been in so many ways for so many people. And yes, oh my gosh, there you you cannot deny that truth. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. blindsided everyone in, in so many ways, but, you know, the, the thing is, is that joy is still there, right? And pleasure is still a birthright. It still exists, but it's a choice. And I think that when we see people, even if it's for a moment right now, right? Even if it's a moment of pleasure between mourning and between fear and between learning about Black Lives Matter movement and contributing and donating and and trying, right? Even if it's this single moment of pleasure to start the day before you show up for the work, I think that that single moment of pleasure can create this ripple that reminds the rest of the world that we are all allowed to feel pleasure and we're all allowed to live from this place of divine joy and happiness. And the more that we do, the more light travels throughout the world. And and that's what's going to get us through this.
0: Mm. I was just thinking back to one of our first mastermind calls we had with the stripped mastermind when we started talking about pleasure. And we really focused the call around pleasure and leading with pleasure and prioritizing pleasure in the day. And I remember, I think at the time, like the ladies that were joining us for that were like, we just signed up for a business course mastermind and you guys are like talking about pleasure. And this for us is where like the energy comes in so big and like what we're doing and how we're leading women and how we, how we coach. It's not just about like what you are doing. It's who you're being while you're doing it.
1: Oh, yeah. That was a hard lesson for me. I think that's a really hard lesson for a lot of people, mm-hmm. right? Because of the systems and because of the masculine paradigm and patriarchy and, everything that we've been taught
0: yeah and I think you and I had such a good lesson in this that's why I say when I like when I really want to look at my life through the lens of pleasure now like when I'm choosing to do things within our business when I'm choosing to do things within our life it's like oh is this like is this leading to pleasure does this feel like pleasure does this feel good does it feel like I have to does it feel like a should I don't want to like Build this like monster business that's like impacting thousands of women, and you know you and I like just like leading how we are, but looking back and being like, mm, that actually didn't feel good. That wasn't fun. Or you
1: know pre spiritual SmackDown Jack who felt half alive. Mm-hmm. Like, do we have the set of skills, the doing, the masculine drive, the power, the strength, the determination? Do we have what it takes to create a multi million dollar empire? Yes. Right. But do we also have access for all of that to feel good and to feel alive within it and to get to the other side and to remember every moment and every celebration and to know that through that process of doing, we led with pleasure first and every moment of it and every ounce of it felt alive and and this like pulsing, beautiful, breathing Thing that we got to create, right? It's two completely different outcomes.
0: Yeah. And oh my gosh, let's talk about this half alive energy too. For anyone that's listening and being like, oh, like, I don't even know. Am I fully alive? I didn't know I was half alive. Like, pre Spiritual Smackdown, I didn't know I was living a life feeling half alive. And I remember right in the beginning days of Spiritual Smackdown, I literally, I think I've shared this before, but I get a lot of like messages, a lot of downloads through songs, through audio. And a song came on the radio it literally said i was living life half alive and all of a sudden i was like oh my god that's what i've been doing but i had no idea at the time that i was living half alive so how can we figure it out
1: saying there's a woman out there who's like mm, am i half alive what do you think some ways to tap into like to ask herself some questions to figure that out are
0: like starting from the beginning it's like do you feel playful? Mm -hmm. Do you feel sexy? Do you allow yourself to indulge in pleasure, in self-pleasure? Are you willing to talk about having orgasms? Yeah. And
1: I love that you just said that. Are you willing to talk about it? Because as you're listening to thing: are you playful? Do you feel sexy? Are you, and do you allow yourself to really express that you feel that way? Right. We were just Jack and I were just like sitting down to do our podcast and we were recording these stories. And as I was posting, them, I was like, oh, I love my jewelry today. Like, I feel so sexy. Right. And years ago, years ago, I would have thought, who are you to even say that you love your jewelry? Like, OK, vain. And also to then follow that statement with the sentence, I feel so sexy. Like, it's the middle of the day on a Wednesday. (laughs) You know, like, come on, get Mm -hmm. it together, be professional. Those words just wouldn't have been allowed to come out of my mouth at some point in my life. Mm -hmm. And so I think that this feeling of, like, being fully alive is this
0: concept of really allowing yourself to be expressed. And I think even like just checking in the beginning, like how does it feel literally when you hear us use the word orgasm, when you are on a training with us and we use the word pussy, when we talk about money, like all intertwined, right? Like do all of these conversations make you feel uncomfortable? Are they making you squirm? Are you like, oh my gosh, I'm going to shut this off in case my husband hears?
1: Let me get my earbuds. I couldn't say the word pussy for like four years do you
2: remember that mm-hmm. like, every, t- every time jack said it i would be like would you shut your wild toxic mouth like you cannot <laughs> say that word and now i like, call it that word you cannot say that word that word or the p word i think
1: was like there was like a progression of me using the word pussy And the other night we had friends over for dinner and I was like, I want to teach Wave just to call her vagina pussy. And my friends were like, "Mm, mm -hmm."
2: (laughs) don't quit with us. And he's just like, oh, man, here we go. You know, like, is our four year old going to be walking around the house just, (laughs) you know? And I was like, well, I don't think she needs to proclaim
1: her pussy, but I think she gets to own it, you know? And this is, please Save your judgments about, you know, raising my child to call her pussy a pussy. But I think the – what the real point is like owning your sensuality, owning your – like literally for you women who are listening to this who who are uncomfortable with the word pussy, I want you to practice saying it because – the What you're working towards healing here is the shame around your pussy, the shame around feeling sexy, the shame around your pussy's desires, around pleasure, around orgasming. And all of this is blocking your ability to receive, right? It's all blocking your ability to magnetize, to manifest, to open your portal of pleasure to receive more and to really feel. Feel into your life. So my bet, if you feel really uncomfortable saying the word pussy, then it is a really good indication that you're blocking your ability to receive in some area of your life. There's judgments there, there's self-criticism, there's embarrassment, shame, expectation that you're supposed to be ladylike and pussy doesn't feel... You know, like all you're thinking right now is like, please stop saying that word and close your legs.
0: Yeah, put your sweater back on and shut up,
2: Robin. Oh
0: my gosh! And as you keep saying "pussy," I want to like throw it out there for you everyone. Do a word count. <laughs> <laughs> Number of times Rob and Jack say
2: the word "pussy" in this podcast, but I really want to share, like, like when Rob says, like
0: when Rob was like, don't say that word, like I have not always been comfortable using the word pussy either. And I was reading the book literally called Pussy, a reclamation. And then I was like, Rob, you need to get this book. I sent it to our best friend, Laura. Like I was just like, women need to read this book. So if you're listening to us right now and being like, oh my gosh, do yourself a favor, get the book, start tapping in there.
1: And just like read the title. You know, because this was one of the things that softened my ability to receive the word was like knowing that it was the name of a book. It's literature. That that,
0: that book sits beside my bed. That book sits beside my bed, right beside Conversations with God. And it's like, oh, I I see the word daily. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, now when I hear the word pussy, it like immediately activates me. I'm like, ooh that's desire Mm room. That like pleasure lives inside that word. And same thing for my husband. So when I said it around the dinner table that night, like freely discussing pussy with my friends, when we went to bed, he was like, I wanted to like immediately jump you. I wanted to just like be all over you. And I was like, oh yeah, it's because I own the word. You know, it's because I say the word with confidence. It's because it turns me on that it turns him on. Right. And I'm probably willing to bet that the way that I was using the word at the table also activated my friends, you know, because it's this is the sensation of being fully alive. If I used the word pussy and cringed, if I used the word pussy and like my shoulders retracted and my face squinted, like would that be activating? No.
0: Well, and let's dive into right before we like hit record on this podcast when we were talking about really using your voice, using your voice and your power to activate your portal.
1: Yeah. So here's the thing. I feel like this is going to lead to such a beautiful conversation, but I can also, and like, I feel your minds out there being like, how, 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 how do we do this? Number one, we're going to give you some tools in this podcast to begin this journey. But Femme Forward is our 14-day program coming up to really allow you to sink into pleasure, to awaken the woman within, to reacquaint yourself with Oh God, like what it means to really embody your womanhood. So in that course, we're going to give you seven days of tools and trainings to really help you sink into this and to reawaken and to live your life fully alive. So if you're listening, being like, oh, my gosh, yes, 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 I I like want this. I want to be comfortable. I want to be expressed. Then that's going to be the best way to liberate your woman and to Oh, God, just like tap into the divine sensation of being alive and like not being alive as a person on this planet, but being alive as a woman with a pussy and and a truth and something to say.
0: I was sharing this course the other day talking to a friend about it and I was like, this literally feels like our most sacred work. This feels like the work that we have really like, you know, walked ourselves through that we really fully embody the women in our community. There's already 20 some women in the program they're everyone's just like feeling the energy around this program they're like yes like this is exactly what we're desiring in this moment they're like give us more they're asking us for this podcast you know this is a totally. this is a program that our community of women have just been like been craving, have been asking for.
1: Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think it goes so hand in hand. Like, it just so beautifully fits in with what we're going through as a collective right now. This, you know, everyone says that women are going to like lead this revolution, women are going to be the ones that initiate and follow through with the rebirth of. All of the healing that we're going through and if we are going to be the ones if we are going to be the divine wise women who lead this planet to the next level to heal to embody, then we have to do the work ourselves first.
0: Before we move on from this, because I got asked this this morning, too, of how long people are going to have access to the work after. And when I really explained how this course is being laid out, that it's really about embodying all of the work in real time while we're there for like the 14 days, which is actually 18 days because we have four days of pre-work. But it's like you're going to walk away from this course as a different woman
1: yeah that's why we have laid the course out this way because so many group programs that you go through and you fall behind or you miss the lives or you don't actually do the work while you're in the sacred space and while that's okay for a lot of things you know like collecting the skills and then applying them later fine that's super great but the whole point of this course you guys the whole point of fem forward is that you begin to embody the work as we move through it like we Want this to be a transformation. We want this to for you to really truly understand what it feels like to lead with pleasure, what it feels like to experience pleasure in your body. So the way that we have outlined it is like one module of teaching, one day of embodiment, one, one module of teaching, one module of embodiment. So as we move throughout the 14 days, it's like teach, do the work, teach, do the work, teach, do the work. And I'm so excited because you know, Jack, that like as you do this work, literally the way you look changes, the way you glow changes, the way you sit and stand and talk changes. So for us, I think
0: we're just so excited to see. And the transformation first occurs within you. Like, like you're saying, all the things, you sit differently, you glow differently, and then watch outside of that how it affects your relationships, how it affects your business.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I can't wait. So accessing pleasure as a portal today, like what can you do today? I want to share a tool with you guys that I think is pretty cool. And we'll share a couple more things before we wrap up today. But number one, embodying pleasure is really important. Like, it's one thing to think about it. And it's one thing to listen to a podcast and to, you know, understand the concept of it. But the whole point of pleasure is to embody it, right? So you want to do things that are going to awaken your senses, get you back to
0: touch Sensation, smell. That's the first thing that I thought of when you were talking about like dunk buying the cashmere sweater. It was like, Mm. oh, that that what's that feel like? Like that's like pleasures in all your senses.
1: What an indication that so many of my senses had been blocked off. I don't even think that I could love the cashmere as much as I truly do now, because at that point in my life, I my sensations to receive pleasure were blocked off. I ended up like, I mean, we've been together for 10 years now, and those sweaters, he had like, this is so dunk, but he had like six of the same
2: sweater in all <laughs> different color.
0: <laughs> I was going to guess uh, that. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
2: And I was like, babe, like little variety. And he's like, why? I found this one and it works and I really
1: like it. So and it all feels of, good. Yeah. And it feels good. And I got them on sale, you know, like so dunk, but love it. And all of those sweaters have been retired now. And I think I still have like three of them because they feel so good because they remind me of you know like every time I put them on, I just I feel good, they feel pleasurable, I feel sexy in them, so this idea of you know, I speak a lot about rituals and the importance of a beautiful mug taking the time to like stir your coffee and and thank it and to be within to sink into the energy of it and I just can't express enough how important these little moments are. You know, Jack talks a lot about like rubbing. Co- I mean, this sounds like a funny thing. but Jack talks so much about <laughs>
2: rubbing coconut
0: oil all <laughs> over her body.
2: <laughs> but you do, right? As sure do. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Can I tell the story about Sloan <laughs> coming to get your coconut oil but being beside your bed? Oh, my gosh. I was just thinking that. I think we were
1: sitting out in the sun, and I really wanted some coconut oil. So I'm like, Jack, do you have coconut oil? Jack's like
2: Sloan to her Four-year-old. She's like, hey Sloan, can you go get my coconut oil? It's right beside my bed. And I looked at Jack and I was like, maybe you sh- that's not the coconut oil that I want to be like rubbing all over on my arms that your daughter's gonna like dip her hands
1: in. Because you guys, if you don't know this, coconut oil is like a beautiful lubricant. It's all natural, it's perfect. So if you do not keep coconut oil beside
2: your bed, highly urge you to, but maybe don't share it with your friends. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe that's not the coconut oil that your friend uses as face moisturizer. I, I was like, you want a little coconut oil lip gloss?
1: Anyways, so embodiment, right? Rituals, um, and this is one of Jack's rituals, that she takes time after a bath to feel her
0: skin, to... to- My husband, like, literally always says, he's like, I just love... Watching you put coconut oil on your body Mm. and because I like literally make it a whole thing Mm -hmm. like and it just like feels good and it's like you guys I'm like rubbing coconut oil on my legs and it's like such a turn on for them.
1: Yeah. And it's also like taking the time right like taking time to do these things it doesn't need to be an hour it can be 30 seconds of intentional time you know it's not like i'm sitting there stirring my coffee for 18 minutes it's probably 14 seconds but it's 14 intentional seconds and that's the thing for me with
0: the with the coconut oil i mean it's not putting coconut oil on my body because my husband's there watching me and it turns him on. It's literally for myself, whether he's there or whether he's not. Usually he'll be putting the kids to bed and comes in. I'll have like had a bath and then I'm just like laying in bed and it's like for me, it's for me to like actually like feel my body, to feel like that central, to feel like, to feel my own touch.
1: Well, I think this is so important, right? Because so many women have fallen out of touch with their own bodies or they they are so far from in love with themselves that the last thing that they want to do is to touch themselves to touch their own bodies even if that means putting cream on right or maybe you haven't shaved your legs in a week and you feel shame around that it makes you feel ugly and gross and so you won't take the time to put coconut oil on your skin because you don't feel worthy
0: i used to literally buy the spray kind of cream because i didn't i was like oh i can just spray it and don't have to touch myself
1: Guys, like that right there is dissonance. That is space. Space between yourself and your body. Space between pleasure and like discontentment. Like I I can spray this on my body so I don't have to touch myself. Can we just understand for a minute what that means? You And I just wanna
0: share, like I think so many so much of this is also like Not something I was even consciously aware of at the time until looking back.
1: Totally. You're creating an imprint on your subconscious mind that you are not worthy of touch, that you are too gross, too cellulite-y, too white, too dark, too hairy, too whatever it is to be deserving of touch. And that imprint on your subconscious mind gets transferred into everything that you do, every way that you show up, whether you know it or not. And this is goes back to the feeling of being half alive. Someone who sprays cream on their body so that they don't have to touch themselves, probably half alive. You know, because when you are fully alive, touching yourself is a privilege. And touching yourself is is honestly such a, a sacred second. And you know, I don't know, and maybe this is a good question to ask ourselves from time to time, like, like, how do I feel about myself? You know, how do I make myself feel about myself? Am I in pleasure in my own body? Am I in pleasure in, in my own choices, in my own actions? And this trickles through to everything, conversations you have, the work that you do, the way you mother, the, the purchases you make.
0: As we're talking about pleasure, I think that's a place to, like, look at, though. Like, do you indulge in self-pleasure? Or is it something that comes back to, like, oh, that's, like, dirty, that's shameful, that's, like, something that we don't talk about?
1: Something we don't talk about? How about
0: something we just don't do? do. Yeah, and so I think when we're inviting women to, like, look at the relationship with pleasure, where's your relationship with self-pleasure?
1: hmm And... If pleasure is a pyramid, self-pleasure is like the top of the pyramid, you know, like start with simple things like you don't necessarily need to go and, you know, start a daily self-pleasure practice today. Although, But you can. Highly recommended, but you can start with the basics, you know getting yourself dressed in the
0: morning to feel the way you desire to feel creating oh, like these- do you save how about this do you save like the sexy underwear, the sexy bra, the lace for a special occasion i I mean, are you asking me? No, we all know you don't yeah <laughs>
2: like nope. we all see you
0: live <laughs> just like another question to ask yourself, yeah, totally. Again, like not worthy of it on a day-to-day, not worthy of like the pleasure, the feeling good, the feeling sexy, because I'm just going to be at home with my kids. I'm just being a mom today. You're allowed to be sexy and be a mom. Oh, my gosh. And this is just
1: such an important conversation, right? Like, who are you getting dressed for? Who are you looking sexy
0: for? Who's it for? Make it for yourself. I was just going to say, when you make it for yourself, that's that magic on legs. That's that magnetism. That's the like... fully embodied in pleasure yep the embodiment of the
1: feminine oh you guys what an amazing conversation I feel like this podcast could go on all day and there will be multiple conversations that are related back to this topic but if this is you if you are the half alive woman you feel your soul calling to explore this topic and conversation and you feel really excited to learn more about embodying pleasure and awakening the woman within then please for your own sake for the for the woman within you's sake join us for Fem Forward it begins on June 26th we will be guiding you through the course live and we cannot wait for you to truly feel and experience pleasure in your own body and in your own life Thank you so much for joining us today. There really is nothing better than bringing a group of grown-ass women together. So go ahead and hit subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and come get real with us every week as we spit our truths and get ready to rise.
0: And if you know other women down to get real, please do us a favor and share this episode on the socials. Take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at forthewildfem so we can give you a shout out.
1: Instagram is definitely our favorite place to hang. So come join the combo there. And we'll see you back here each and every Thursday. Thank you so much for being here. Get ready to rise. Love you, ladies. If you resonated with the messages in this podcast, we would love if you left us a review on iTunes or if you shared this with your community. You can tag the Femme Podcast. On Instagram. If you're wanting to take this work just a little bit deeper, hop inside the weekly. Every week we meet, we've got guest coaches covering a wide array of topics on personal growth, development, to really help you sink into living your best life to curating the lifestyle that really sets your soul on fire and choose what you pay. So you can pay whatever you like $11, $33 or $77 for the entire month month. You also get access to all of the recordings. Go take advantage every single month. We also donate part of the proceeds to a change-making organization. So while you are giving back to yourself and really connecting yourself with an incredible community, you're also giving back to the world. So we love you so much. We can't wait to see you inside that community to make change, to spark Uh, more collective love together. And as always, we're so appreciative for you and we love you so much. So thanks for listening and we'll see you right back in this same place next week.